So this is actually uh, the vision that we've been gathering here uh, that we're going to be speaking on today. is not just from us. This is from our lead team, um, Ken and Jan, Eric and Lindsay, and Chloe Vaughn and us. We've been um, spending time with God and compiling just what we feel like the vision that uh, God has given us for this church is. Um, it's pretty great. And so we're going to start off with a few verses here. Well, yeah, if you can go to the next slide. I felt like God put a couple verses on my heart for this season. Isaiah 43, verse 19 if you guys want to open up there, it'll also be on the slide, I think, in a minute here. But uh, it says here, Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth, shall you not know it. I will even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. So I'll read that one more time here. It says, Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth, shall you not know it. I will even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. So I love this. I felt like this is something that God uh, put in my heart for this season. I really feel like God is doing a new thing in, this, in our church here. I feel like God is actually, um, even, even in the worship uh, time in our church and, and with praying for healing and stuff, I feel like God is doing something new in our church. Uh, would anyone else agree that they just feel that? That they feel this is a time that God is refreshing things, God is changing things in our church um, in a really good and positive way. And, um, you know, I believe God is also creating new roads of freedom for us in our lives uh, like as we look into the future and as we believe that God is leading us into the future with vision and with passion and hope in our hearts, I really believe that God has more freedom in all of our lives. And who's, who thinks that's great? Yes. Yeah? I want to be more free. I want to be more free so I can love more, I can lead better, I can uh, make a bigger impact. I want to believe that there's more levels of freedom that God has, and he does have that uh, for us and as a church. And so... Um, I really believe that God um, is creating new roads to those places of freedom in our lives. And so I want everyone here to be intentional uh, with, with God in this next season to ask God, what are those roads of freedom, uh, of freedom in my life? Um, so whether that's maybe uh, God is leading you to a more a healthier place of freedom in your um, emotions or in your spiritual life or even in your physical life, what are the new levels of freedom that God is leading us individually and as a church? Um, I also believe that God is... Uh, bringing new rivers of his fullness where things used to be dry. And, uh, you know, that, that's a very normal thing in church is that sometimes things can get dry. Sometimes things get repetitive. Sometimes we show up and it's the same thing. Uh, but I believe God is actually bringing new rivers of his fullness and his presence here in this place. Um, and I also, above all, I believe that God is bringing a new vision for us to make an impact on Winnipeg. And uh, who here has a heart for Winnipeg? Yeah? Some people, some people have a heart for Steinbeck because they're from there too. Um, but I really believe that God is giving us a new vision to make an impact on Winnipeg and to make a significant difference. Um, another verse that God put in my heart was Proverbs 3, verses 5 to 6. If you want to switch to that quick. There it is. Um, it says here, Trust in the Lord completely and do not rely on your own opinions. With all your heart, rely on him to guide you, and he will lead you in every decision you make. Become intimate with him in whatever you do, and he will lead you wherever you go. And so right there we have a powerful promise that we can trust in the Lord completely and we don't have to rely on our own opinions. Uh, and just to, to encourage you guys, the lead team and I, we are not relying on our own opinions for where we feel God is leading the church. We're not saying, I think this, I think that. We really believe that God is leading us. And uh, we really want to encourage you guys to pray for us during this time, that we are praying and seeking God. And as we are going forward, pray for us that we would actually receive very clear vision from God. Um, because we don't want this to be something that we are building. We don't want this to be something that we are, have our own opinions uh, driving us. But we actually want the opinion of God driving us. And we want to honor him. This is his house. And um, he's building the church. So 
And uh, we have the powerful promise here in Proverbs 3 um, that he will lead us in every decision we make. Um, and that when we become intimate with him in whatever we do, that he will lead us. And so that's a powerful promise that no matter what, even individually and as a church, when you become intimate with God, he will lead you wherever we go. And so, um, you know, when I look at you guys, I don't just see uh, the congregation or members. I see a family. I see people who are leaders. Um, and so I want to challenge you guys, too, to become intimate with him and ask God where he's leading you individually, um, how you can help build the church, but also how can you make an impact in your family, in your relationships. And um, as God is leading us to make a greater impact on Winnipeg, it's only appropriate if we ask God, hey, how are you leading me to make an impact in my sphere of influence? Um, and so I want this to be a time that you guys are intentionally, all of us are intentionally seeking after God, becoming intimate with him and letting him, let his opinions and his guidance direct us in this time. So... It's pretty awesome, hey? Yeah. So good. Um, so, <laughs> so I plan, like, Katrina and I have, sorry, babe. Hi. We have very different schedules, so I planned a lot of stuff, and then this morning, we're like, hey, let's, let's do this together. So, if you have anything at any So, point. I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm here to add comments <laughs> if I feel it's necessary. You can just give me pointers if you want. Just, you can tell me to slow down, probably. Um... So I feel like God's, per, like personally, I feel like God's vision and his dream um, for, is always that he wants to make an impact in the world, that he wants to see uh, reformation, transformation, and revival in the world. Um, and I really believe that God, he would love to be able to love Winnipeg into his arms, yeah. right? How special would that be? Um, who went to Sean Bulls on Tuesday? Yeah, okay, there's a lot of people here. That's amazing. Um, Lisa, actually, Lisa got a prophetic word from Sean Bowles, so she's basically famous <laughs> from the prophet. But it was powerful. It was actually really, it was a, it was a really amazing word. I can't remember all the details of it because it he was just going. Um, but one thing as, as a pastor I picked out is he said this would be, or that 2020 would be a 2020 year for our church. Um, and so a really clear year of, of vision, you know, that 2020 eyesight. Um, and when he said that, I just grabbed onto it. Actually, me and Didi looked at each other and we're like, yeah. <laughs> so, but we're, it was really cool. And so uh, one thing, I've heard him speak several times um, at my at school of ministry when I was there at Bethel. But also um, he said it again uh, this past Tuesday. And he said, you don't have authority over what you don't love. You know, I think if we want to make an impact in Winnipeg, that we have to love Winnipeg more. Um, and he said something very special when he, he said, we need eyes to see where God is leading us and the love to get there. Uh, and so what that means is we need, we need eyes to see vision from the Lord and say, God, where are you leading us as a church and as a people? And not only as our church, where are you leading the church in Winnipeg? Where are you leading your body in Winnipeg, God? Um, and I think what I'm trying to get across is that if, if the leadership are the only people that have hearts for God that are, that are, sorry, you guys all have hearts for God, that's what I'm saying. But if we're the only people saying, hey, this is where we're going, God, then it's just us leading the way, which is important. But I want to encourage you guys as our family to actually say, um, God, where, you, where are you leading the church? That we can all be in partnership and oneness and in unity, that we're all moving in the same direction towards what God has. Because he's the leader, not us, right? And so we really need to have a greater love for Winnipeg, though. Uh, when, he, when he said that, that was something that challenged me a lot. Um, that, that I understood, when, I, when he said that, I'm like, I felt so convicted that I did not have um, an incredible love for Winnipeg. I'd say I really like Winnipeg, but what does it look like, God, to actually have a deep heart of love and care um, for Winnipeg, um, for the social issues that are going on, for the people in the town? And God, how can I expand my heart? And so 
But I want everyone to stand right now. We're actually just going to pray um, and just ask God for a greater love for our city. So if you just want to put your hands out in front of you, if you feel comfortable, and we're going to pray here. Um, Father, I thank you so much for your love. I thank you that you love Winnipeg, God, so much more than we do right now, God. And I pray that we could have your heart for Winnipeg. Um, Father, I even pray right now for every person who is standing, God, in this church here today, Father, they would have um, received vision from you, Holy Spirit, right now. Holy Spirit, that you would instill vision, God, of where you're leading the church in general, God, of where you're leading us as a people group, Father. Um, And I pray that we could receive vision, God, of where you're leading us, but also, God, a greater love for our city, God, a greater love for one another, a greater love um, for the brokenness that's in our city, God, to be um, a voice of truth and a voice of justice and a voice of freedom, God, uh, where people don't have um, that voice, Father. And so I pray, God, that every single person here, God, including me, would just have a deeper love and compassion, God, for our city, for our neighborhoods, for um, one another, everywhere we're going, God, that we could just bring your love and your unity and your goodness, Father, to every place we go. Amen. Amen. Okay. Uh, You know, something else that's on my heart is... I feel like Catch the Fire in general is a church where people come maybe who are have a certain amount of spiritual enlightenment in Christ. So we, you know your identity in Christ and you know, um, you know you're on a journey with Christ going deeper and deeper. But I also pray that this would be a place of salvation uh, where people could come who are broken and lost and find Christ. And um, that we wouldn't just be here who, um, the people actually who know God deeply, that we wouldn't be only attracting those people, but we'd actually be reaching out to the lost and the broken um, this is something huge in my heart as I worked at Youth for Christ and as I worked with a lot of youth um, who were very broken and very lost. I have a huge heart for the lost. And so uh, there's only so much you can do when there's only a few of you on staff. But we want to start working towards something like that too. So um, in the future, know that that's on our hearts and pray for us as we can um, grow as a church and as we build that we could actually have um, an evangelistic outreach ministry because that would be pretty sweet. So um, yeah, and so one thing I feel the Father said is, um, where you find me, you will also find my children, both, both lost and found, being drawn to me. So I'll say that again. Where you find me, you will find my children, lost and found, being drawn to me. And so, Father, we, just, we invite you into this place. We invite you in um, to make this your home, that this would be your place, God, that this wouldn't be ran by us, God, but ran by you and directed by you, Father, and that this would be a place of your love, that children who are found and know you well and children who are lost, God, could all come here and meet you. And so we thank you for that, Daddy. Amen. So we believe with our vision and mission, we're going to get into that chunk now, um, with the right alignment comes full authority. And so when we were planning this, Uh, we were kind of talking about, hey, what is our vision statement? What is our end goal? What do we want to accomplish? And uh, if there's someone back there, if you can switch to the next slide, that'd be awesome. It's the vision slide. Thank you so much. Um, And so with with our vision here, um, to see the world absolutely transformed by the love and presence of God, um, this is the overarching Catch the Fire vision. So we felt like we don't need to recreate the Catch the Fire vision, that Catch the Fire already has a brilliant vision and a brilliant uh, as brilliant values and a mission and stuff. And so we didn't, we thought, you know, we probably don't need to recreate this, right? Right. So, um, again, we want to make it personal. We want to start with Winnipeg. We believe that God wants to touch Winnipeg, that um, if we want to steward our nation, if we want to steward Manitoba, that we need to steward first our city. Um, it's a biblical principle that God gives you something smaller to steward. And Winnipeg is not small, so if that's small in his eyes, we need to steward this well first before God gives us more. Um, 
And so our, our mission, which is the next slide there, it's how can we accomplish this? Uh, by being a dynamic church that functions as a family through encountering and living in God's presence and manifesting his love, joy, and power everywhere we go. It's pretty good, right? It's really good. So just to make it very clear, when you guys think, when we think of, of a church, what is our angle? Where are we heading? We want to see Winnipeg transformed. That's success to us. That's what our target is, is that we want to see Winnipeg transformed, that we don't actually want to facilitate a service only where people can come and get fed and encounter God. That's super important and critical to us. But ultimately, we want all of that to facilitate the revival God's pouring out in Winnipeg. Um, and we want to make an impact in Winnipeg. And I actually believe that we will. And if uh, we can all say yes to God in our own areas and be led by him personally, that we actually will make a significant impact. And so um, then that raises the question of what we're focusing on first in our mission. And um, we want to focus on family. We want to actually focus on us functioning as a family um, in a greater way. And so I got this phrase when, we, when I was preparing this um, that God was speaking to me about, and it was home before mission. Um, that we, that we want to we have all these great... Um, we <laughs> Ken's jazzed on what I'm saying. I'm just loving this <laughs> feedback. Um, but we really want to focus on being a healthy home and a healthy family um, moving forward, the, the best that we can be. And, um, you know, revival looks like family. When you, see, when you see revival, I believe the healthiest form of revival is family, that people could come into a family of people, of mothers and fathers and brothers and sisters that love one another in a church, um, and where they, they can actually find a greater sense of identity in, in, the, um, in that family. And so our leadership, our leadership team have heard a lot of um, the congregation, and we agree that we actually just want to have more community um, in our church, that we want to have something beyond just our Sunday services, as great as they are. Hopefully you're all here, so I'm, I'm guessing you don't mind them. But we want, to have, <laughs> we want to have something past that. We want to have a greater sense of community. We want you guys um, to feel like you have a connect point throughout your week. Um, and where you can meet with people, where you can be vulnerable, grow in relationships, and uh, that's really important to us. Okay, I said it. Sorry. Um, so we believe that this starts with us as leaders, though. We we know that we can't expect community to be set unless we set the tone as leaders, and that's something that's very important. And so, um, what this looks like for us building family with the Greater Catch the Fire family. Um, is a few things. So if you guys haven't booked off this date, um, I want you guys to do that. It's November 15th to 18th. So I think this November 17th is a Sunday. That's when John Bootsma, who is the senior leader of Catch the Fire Canada, is coming out to spend time with us. Um, and that's in an effort. We want to, we're getting to know him on a personal level uh, for accountability, but also for relationship. Uh, we believe that having a father figure like that in our lives is very important as a church, but also us as leaders. And so that's in an effort to build um, a greater sense of family. Uh, with Catch the Fire Canada and the world. And, and later, actually, which we're doing another offering towards, is, which is the Dominican Republic. Uh, Katrina and I are going to the Dominican Republic here in a few weeks, which is pretty exciting. And, uh, and that is not for a vacation, although it is going to be beautiful, and we are looking forward to that aspect of it. Um, but it's a Catch the Fire Leaders World Advance where um, all the Catch the Fire leaders in Canada and around the world are going to be gathering. And that's in an effort that we want to be equipped and trained and mentored, um, which is great. We want that. But we also want um, 
a greater sense of family and unity with um, the greater network of Castle Fire Churches. And so um, pray for us. That would be awesome if you guys could pray for us during that time, that we could really get connected with the right people um, that could maybe even come and pour into our church as well and just really have that sense of unity. And um, also our... Uh, also, as a lead team, we're, we are meeting and planning weekly or every second week. We're meeting and planning uh, for the future of our church. So, again, pray for us. Um, if you guys have advice or tips, things that you also want to see happen in the church, um, share with us. We can't necessarily make them all happen because that's just not realistic to do everything. But we definitely want to hear um, things that people want to see more of. And something, personally, I want to see more of is, is community. Um, that's awesome. How are you guys doing? Great. Lots of information, I know. Um, so the next thing can that I, I'm going to... Can I interrupt yes, before you move please on? Please do it. Um, you know how Chris was saying um, how, you know, the biblical principle of starting with something small before God gives you something bigger. Um, in terms of community, um, you know, Chris is going to go into, hey, what do we have planned for the future? And and some some larger structures, I guess, that we're, that we're wanting to introduce and implement. But here's something really simple that you can start with. Um, I don't, if you've been around here for a while, you've probably noticed that there are some faces that haven't been around here for a while, and we're starting to see um, some people checking out the church, and, and um, so if you see a face, if you've been here, what did, what did we say, two times, if you've been here two times, um, chances are there's someone who's even newer than you. So on a Sunday, if you see a new face, if you see someone you don't recognize, we really want to challenge you guys and encourage you to go up, say hi, um, and if they come back with, you know, I've been attending this church for a year and I just haven't been around for a while. Great, you made a new friend. No harm done, right? But we really want to build this family. So start with something small. Get to know the people you're sitting beside. If you don't recognize a face, introduce yourself. Even if you're, like, new the first time, like, just, you know, that's what we really want to see. Like, that's, that's huge. That's a, that's a tiny little step that we can start with. So good. I will touch on that again later, just because it's super important. And uh, yeah, so as far as practically uh, for you guys, um, I'm excited to announce that we're going to start connect groups. And so we really want to create family and community beyond Sunday. We don't want to just have you guys coming here on Sunday and only having that um, interaction. We want to help formally um, set up structures for connect groups um, where you guys can meet. And so uh, is anyone excited about this? <laughs> yeah. Has anybody else been wanting to have this for a long time besides me? Yes, great. Okay, cool. Um, we really want to, yeah, just create the, the sense of family here. And um, we, actually, when I, was, when I was preparing this, I felt God gave me a very clear vision um, of this picture for Connect Groups. And it was just that it was, it was nighttime and it was dark in the city, but then there was all these lights um, in different areas of the city that were just shining up to heaven. And I feel like God was just saying that these are the Connect Groups that you guys are starting um, that they're going to be lights in the city, that they're going to be places that actually can reach out to their community and be a light in that community um, and help facilitate transformation and revival in those communities, um, as well as um, it's going to be a place for you guys to have deeper relationships with people, uh, to be vulnerable, to feel like you're connected with other people through the week. And um, I just believe that this is going to actually help with the overall health of our church as we're, as we're growing and as we're moving forward with God. And so um, I'm pretty excited. Actually, the people who are going to be overseeing these are like the people with the biggest pastoral heart ever. And it's going to be Ken and Jen Haslam. Ember. 
Okay, not ever. But they have a great pastoral heart and uh, um, really just love people. And so they're going to be helping uh, train other leaders and um, kind of oversee some of the structure and things like that. And so we're going to have you guys come up uh, to share right now. That'd be great. And uh, um, yeah, we just love you guys so much. We, we really, uh, <laughs> you're by yourself here. We love you guys and we honor you guys like you guys have the biggest heart. It's kind of funny talking to somebody over a mic when they're right in front of you. But, but we really love them and we honor them and they have such a huge heart for people. And so I'm so blessed that they get to um, oversee this part of our ministry that's super important. So, um, yeah, take it away. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I feel a bit awkward. Um, we are very excited about this. And for me personally, some of the passion has come from Eric and Lindsay from being in Toronto and being actually immersed in how the connect groups run in Toronto. So we are excited to learn all the different things about how we can do this really well and how we can get healthier um, as a body with within our relationships with each other, um, couples and families. And um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to how it's going to all unfold over the next period of time. Um, yeah, do you want to say some specifics or? Okay. okay, awesome. Thank you, Jen. I feel so connected. <laughs> Corny, but true. Connect groups, absolutely awesome, right? Do you want to know why we think it's so awesome? This is where this is an interactive community. You know, we're going to be interactive with one another. Okay, one of the reasons why we believe that it's, it's vital and important is because Jesus actually tells us to love one another, right? And, it's, and we can do that to a certain extent on a Sunday morning, but like, let's just be absolutely clear and honest. Most of the time, we're either sitting down facing the front or getting up and leaving. Mostly, right? And there's, that means that there isn't really a lot of opportunity for us to get to know one another, to love one another, Correctly, So we know that there's a call on us to love one another well. And in fact, how we love one another well is what actually is the testimony of Christ to the world. You know that, right? We've kind of talked about that for a while. And it says uh, in John 13, 35, so as God was kind of talking to us and just giving us vision, giving us understanding as to what his heart was for all of this, this is kind of what uh, I received from him. Your love for one another will prove to the world that you're my disciples. And so we've talked about discipleship and in connect groups actually is where discipleship will happen greatly. We disciple one another. We love one another. We grow one another. Part of the point of connect groups actually is to get into the word a little bit deeper and to just expand maybe what's been going on through the sermon series or maybe different topics that we can be looking at. Some of the things that we're talking about, haven't decided on, would be things like Keeping Your Love On by Danny Silk. So in, in that book, that whole concept is even in difficult circumstances, we walk towards relationship rather than away from. Right? So in your marriage relationship or in your you know, family relationship, you can attest to this fact that when we walk towards each other and endeavor to work things out, that's when love grows deeper. Would you agree? Great. So that's what that's one of the things, one of the ideas that we have moving forward. It's not solidified, but it's one of the ideas, concepts that we're looking at, as well as um, culture of honor. And developing a culture of honor looks like something as well, right? 
So because we've got this beautiful catchphrase that we want to be seen, safe, and known. You catch that? Seen, safe, and known. Did we hear that already this morning? (laughs) We're going to hear it a lot. Because that's the truth of things. That as an individual person, we want to feel seen, right? We want to know that we're safe. And then through that, we'll be known. Right? We have that relationship with God, but sometimes that relationship with God is actually exemplified best in the relationships that we have with one another as brothers and sisters. You know? And so we are endeavoring to continue to become even better at loving one another well. Loving one another well absolutely looks like, I see you, I recognize you're present. Like, you're a big deal, actually. God made you with a purpose and for purpose, and part of that purpose is to have relationship, and I would just want to see you in that, and I want to see who you are, how Christ has made you, and just call out the destiny within you, and then same thing, I, uh, that's what my desire is from you, right, and we want to be safe, so we want to have, in our connect groups, we want to be safe, we want to have an atmosphere where you can just absolutely be yourself, right, the good and the bad, don't hide the bad, because we're going to see it anyway, <laughs> It manifests. No, it's true. We all know, right? So when Ken comes to church upset or angry or whatever, and I'm setting up, trust me, people are aware, <laughs> right? And then they ask me, hey, how's it really going? And you get the opportunity to just share and say, you know what? Actually, bleh. And then it's only when we bleh, get, the, get this garbage out, that there is room now for healing and things to be made better. Right? So we don't want to hide from each other. We, want to, we really want to endeavor to open up our hearts to one another. When we only expose the good parts of us, we're actually being rather duplicitous. We're, like, we're being two-faced in a way, right? And we want to be genuine people. Remember, love for one another is what proves to the world we're his disciples. So I can't only, I'm not going to love you only through the good but also through the things that you consider to be bad. Because none of us has actually been disqualified from the call that God has on our lives. But we feel that way. And if we create a safe environment for one another, we'll recognize actually we're all qualified. None's been disqualified. Then known. We want to be known for a specific reason, right? We want to be known for who we are, what we carry, so that we can be, that we can be um, championed. Part of, the, part of the point of a connect group is to be championed in who you are. That you have people who actually do have your backs. Because they know you. They know what you've been going through. And they challenge you. Hey man, like this is God's promise for you. So who would agree with me? We all want Josh to walk. Okay? This is a, this is a truth, right? We want him to walk, right? And we're going to want, we're going to have that desire even greater the more we know him. Because the more we know him, the more we love him. The more we love him, the more we're compelled to come before God and seek whatever's necessary to see this guy get up out of that chair and walk. Right? And, that, and it's the same thing for the rest of us. When we are connected by love, we champion one another. And that is God's heart. Right? That we would be one. That's Jesus' prayers, that we would be one. So that's what you can expect regarding connect groups. We are, you know, working on some things, getting some details together so that when we present the whole concept to you in actual detail, it'll make sense, it'll be well spelled out, we'll have start dates and the whole thing. But just so you know, that's the direction we're going. In part of that, we're going to be raising up leaders 
to lead these connect groups, or as some people like to say, facilitate the connect group, right? Because they're all going to be extremely similar. One of the reasons why we want them to be similar is because, number one, they can't be exactly the same because it's not going to be the exact same people in every single circle, right? But they'll be similar because we're going to be talking about the same thing in every single group. Why would we do that? The reason we would do that is for unification that we're all on the same page straight across the board. Okay? So there's those kinds of details that are going to be very important. It also takes a lot of pressure off of a host or a, or a leader to have to come up with stuff on their own. You won't have to come up with anything on your own, actually. But be present. Lead in, in the way that, that you've been meant to lead, like God's raised you to lead. But you're going to have material to go through with your group. And so we're looking for that. We're going to give you opportunity um, to participate in some, in some immersions and encounters that are specifically designed to walk us into a better place for healing and for leading. And those dates, we haven't nailed them down yet, but just so you know, those things are coming. We are looking forward to it. And uh, we're pretty stoked about the whole thing. Thank you so much. Come on. I love your passion and enthusiasm. It's so good. As if a guy who's enthusiastic, I'm like, yeah, come on. If you weren't go. excited about those before, you definitely are now, right? Yeah, come on. <laughs> Very excited. All right, so we're going to wrap up here, uh, but I'm going to just touch on a couple more things that we're going to be implementing. Um, so I guess this is a vision Sunday, but it's also like here's some practical things we're doing as well <laughs> Sunday. So um, we're also going to be doing sermon series. So does anybody else like sermon series? Yes. yes? I love sermon series. Uh, just, I think it helps give us some great, uh, great structure. And so uh, we're actually going to be doing the new fire, or sorry, the new Catch the Fire Values. Um, so previously we had the fire values, but there was a big rebranding. Um, and so it's not that we're done away with the fire values. It's just that we've expanded on them and shortened them into three words. So if that makes sense. So now we have presence, encounter, and transformation. Um, and in that is the Father's love, intimacy, restoring the heart, and encountering God. But uh, it's kind of like, it's easier to remember those three words, and there's more um, words, or sorry, more phrases that um, go along there. So um, in October, we're going to be going through uh, presence, and then November, we're going to be going through encounter, and then December is going to be transformation. Um, and so presence, the topics are, are, there's a lot here, but... There's things like hosting God's presence, which I'll be preaching on next week, which so that's pretty cool. And, uh, um, and then living in friendship with God, passionately persevering in prayer and faith. And then in November, actually I'm not going to go into all of them because there's a ton of like um, phrases here. But we're going to be preaching in all these things. And uh, with, with the aim and with the idea that we're going to build more structure of who we are as a Catch the Fire Church. Um, and just be solidified in our identity as we move forward. And so... Um, you know, why I believe this is really important is because, you know, we need to have similar language um, and we need to have a similar identity when people come to this church, um, that we're all on the same page of what we believe in and what, what our hearts are um, and what Catch the Fire is in general. So when people come, we all have a similar language and also just to equip us with um, who we are as a church. Um, another huge thing moving forward uh, to accomplish the vision of family, um, or sorry, the vision of transforming Winnipeg and the mission of us being a family right now, um, we feel like it's really important that we have greater unity with the church in Winnipeg. Um, something that's pretty cool is, I've, and I know I talk about it a lot, but Bread We Break is such a beautiful example um, of over a thousand young adults who gather um, and, you know, they're of every denomination, so whether that's Baptist or Pentecostal or non-denominational, it's all these Christians gathering for 
the name of Jesus and just worshiping God and lifting high his name. And it's just one of the most powerful things ever. And so my heart is unity. Um, the guy who runs it is one of my best friends, Alex Grant. And so um, we are working right now just how, to, how we can partner. And actually, I'm working with Monica, who's on the leadership team, of how we can partner and maybe see some of these young adults come to our church to get pastored and find a home for those that don't have a home, um, a home church. And so um, just so you know, like our heart is also unity moving forward. And so that's pretty great. It's great. Um, Sorry, guys, tons of details here. I'll land, I'll land the plane here in a second. Uh, volunteer roles. So we actually, coming from Youth for Christ, we're like everyone, I think there's about 50 people who are on staff there, and every single person raises all of their own support. So financially, um, they raise all of their own support through ministry partners. But, uh, but yeah, YFC is built off that kind of model for staff, but also with, uh, we have tons of volunteers there, and that's how YFC is sustained. And so going forward as a church, um, as we're building our family and as we're building the church, we need um, more volunteers here. We need people who are um, willing to be uh, volunteer and serve here. Um, and so this is a really this is really a time of serving and getting involved. This isn't a time of just coming to church uh, to get fed. And we want we want that for you, but we also want you guys to get involved um, and say yes and serve God um, and make it something between you and God where you get involved and serve um, at a greater commitment. And uh, yeah, family family looks like something. So yeah. if, if we're going to keep talking about family and you want to get plugged in and you're like, yeah, I want to be, I, want, I like this idea of family. Well, it looks like something, you know, and we don't want to come over and hit you over the head with volunteer, volunteer, volunteer. Yeah. But it does, it looks like something. And so yeah. we want to get, we want you guys to get your hands in and get involved. Mm -hmm. And, um, and it's, it's, a, it's an awesome way to make connections with people too, yeah. outside of connect groups, you know? Yeah, and so... Like with that, we're gonna we're gonna give you an official, more of an official way that you can partner in volunteers, so you actually have a way you can say yes and what you feel like God's calling you to serve in. Uh, but just be praying with God over the next couple of weeks of just God, how can I get involved? How can I serve more? Um, and actually, be great if you proactively had an idea of, hey, this is actually something that I can meet uh, with my strengths or with where I feel God is leading me, right? Um, but also we're going to give you more of a formal way. So we want to work on teams, like having a team of photographers who can capture God moments here and also spread them to the world. We want to have a team um, of greeting and hospitality that we do have, but we want to develop that more, um, set up and tear down. That's a huge one, so please pray for that one specifically. <laughs> No one wants to come here at 7.30 in the morning. Um, we also want to expand our worship team, our ministry team, our tech team, um, children's ministry, connect group leaders. And those things will be very developed with what that looks like. But be praying into some of these areas. Um, and so we'll, coming soon, we'll have a more established way to present that to you. Um, and the last thing I want to talk about, which is, we've already talked about this before, but is um, the culture of people being seen, safe, and known. Um, I think this is probably one of the most significant things I want to just encourage you guys with today. Um, but yeah, we want to invite you guys to partner with us, actually. This is, uh, um, you know, we're all a part of this family. And um, we actually, right now, I want to ask you guys if you would partner with us. I want to invite you guys to partner with us. Um, that, you know, for those of you, I, I, when I look out again, I see leaders. And so um, if you want to partner with us as a leader and you want to help us as a church grow, there's one thing you can do. There's one thing you could do that would be a success mark for you or like this is my bullseye that I'm aiming towards. And that would be, again, make the person to your left and to your right feel seen, safe, and known. So if you guys could know how could you guys partner with leadership and how could you partner with God in building our church, it would be look to the person to the right and to the left when they get to church and ask yourself, have I made them feel seen, safe, and known? 
And this is super important as we're growing as a church. Um, whether it's a member, someone who's been here for a long time, who's been a part of our family, or someone who's new, um, be intentional just to make people feel loved. And so uh, we just want to ask you guys to shift your perspective that you're not only um, a part of our family, but um, you're also a leader here as well, um, helping create culture of, of community and a family here. And we need you guys' help, actually. You guys are literally the people that this will be accomplished through, is the people right here in this room. And... Um, Leadership, you know, if I'm preaching and there's other people doing worship and set up and tear down, we can only do so much in trying to reach out to everyone. It's actually you guys as leaders who can reach out and make people feel seen, safe, and known and make them feel loved. And that is something that is so important um, that's um, going to be a part of our church moving forward. So, yeah, we, we need to move forward together. That's the big thing. <laughs>